Hello everybody, welcome back to The Climb with Jalen. Uh, we're going to try a little different intro, kind of audio recorded intro today, and I hope you guys still like these. Or t Anyway, today we got Mr. Mike Dam on today, and uh, he's a YouTuber, he's a mu musical artist, uh, makes some very good music, and uh hope you guys enjoy his story. Thank you. What was that like growing up in Miami? Oh, um, well, Miami is different. It's just, it's a lot of culture. And um, my mom was very uh, aware of the different kind of people and the surroundings that I was in. So she used to make sure, like my mom had me uh, on, on lock for, for a lot of my life, mm -hmm. but I still went to school with a lot of people and I still experienced like different people all the time. But yeah, it was, you know, I saw a lot of, a lot of good things and a lot of bad things in Miami. I'm like, it was, yeah. it was a balance of everything. Um, and I got to grow up with a lot of Hispanic and a lot of uh, white people and a lot of black, different black people from uh, Haiti and, you know, other islands. So yeah, yeah man, Miami was cool. But uh, to leave to leave for me was a was a big step too because yeah it, it can it can be it's it's almost like you know it's a swamp to me in a way where you can get stuck and there's really nothing yeah you, you might not be able to evolve from there sometimes yeah so yeah but I love Miami still no I'm not shitting on Miami <laughs> for sure for sure. And um, so what did you want to do when you were growing up? Like, uh, what was like, your goal when you were a kid? Just to be successful, man. Um, I love, I, I, I think my mom would tell you, I always idolize celebrity. Um, mm -hmm. Even if I didn't even understand it, I just always, like, Michael Jordan was my hero growing up. I always yeah. idolized Jackson, people who were just great at what they did. And I always felt like it was, that was obtainable to be that great. Like, I was like, oh, okay. I want to be like that one day, not even thinking, you know, maybe there's people out there working harder than you, <laughs> just thinking that it was just easy. But then I, I got a reality check when I hit about, you know, like high school, like, oh, oh. people actually like really, really, really work for to be basketball players or to be like, mm. you know, so. Um, but yeah, I always, always wanted to be somebody. I know my, I, and, and I didn't know it was going to be through playing sports or through being a, even a famous lawyer, uh, like a defense yeah. attorney, looked up to Johnny Cocker, and you know, just like people like mm -hmm. that. I was like, oh, these guys have done it at the highest level. For so sure. no matter what I did, I always envisioned it being the best of it and like famous for it, you know? Even if it was yeah. like a, I was gonna be like the one who discovered this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely. So how did the, um, how did Dormtainment start? Like how did all the group get together? Oh, man. Um, well, my best friend that I grew up with in Miami named uh, Cam, he's a, yeah. uh, for college, he came to Atlanta. Um, he left Florida. He was the first one to leave Florida and he came to Atlanta and he met uh, three out of the other guy, three out of the six guys that were initially in the group. Mm -hmm. And they became like them four became like a good, a good group of friends. And it was a lot of other people too that were with them too, but they remained friends. Throughout. 
kind of shit. And, uh, you know, throughout the year, like either they would come to Miami with him and visit uh, uh, Chaz and I, who were still in Miami at the time, yeah. or we would come with them. So we all became like really cool. And by the time, you know, um, I think 2008 came around the end of 2008, um, Ch- Chaz and I were still in Miami, but we decided to come here on Twitter to live with them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, yeah, when we, when we moved in together, we all like decided we wanted to do like something really, really like, like I said, we didn't know exactly like, like, like how I am. I didn't know what exactly it was, but I know we wanted it to be really, really cool. And we used to look yeah. up, the only example at the time was College Humor. Mm-hmm, yeah. Collegehumor.com was the only example of like comedy online. And we were like, yo, we can make a site like this. And we were just, we just wanted to make a site, not be uh, uh, like the guys of it. We just wanted to make a site that everybody knew about. And people would be like, oh, those are those black guys. Like, you know, like those guys. But we ended up having to, we were like, oh, we got to put videos up there first. So we ended up being just on the videos. And then people ended up liking those more than anything, more than anything had on site or any contest and you know, so we were just like yo let's just focus on these videos yeah and that became a web uh, it started off from our website but then at the same time youtube was becoming popular so we were like yo might as well just put the videos up there like exactly. right we still want we were always pushing our website website like it was like whatever youtube is just a platform to post it was almost like youtube and um there's this other site called vimeo not vimeo 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 Vimeo's another video player site. And between the two, it was like they 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 were close and like people like like blogs used to like choose either one. So it wasn't like a yeah. big deal. Um but yeah, man, so because because we, we, we posted our, that we were posting on our site on YouTube, eventually they caught traction and mm-hmm. then after like a year or two, one got on Worldstar and then yeah. Worldstar helped us just like uh, tremendously, man. I I can't thank Worldstar enough because they literally exposed us to a whole f- that that loved us. Mm-hmm. And then, then like a month, we went from ten thousand subscribers to sixty, to losing our channel right after that, to yeah. um, rebuilding it and within getting sixty thousand subs within the first I think two days again, and then and then. A- million you know mm-hmm. well, yeah so you know uh that's kind of like a, the little the quick story of just kind of how we just like got up and running but you know it wasn't easy mm-hmm. and it was a, a lot of moments where i was like this isn't working <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah for sure and um so what was y'all's like writing process when you would like do skits and like comedy videos and stuff like that yeah we were just like a lot of times it would be ideas, like things that we found funny that we would talk about, like, mm-hmm. hey man, you know, when you in the club dance with a girl, you look so stupid. Imagine if you just take the girl away. And then we would just like do yeah. it and start backing up. And then we'd be like, oh, we should do, a, we should go around in public and just do this, you know? And it'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so it would, a lot of times it would come from our natural interactions. Like we got a skit called Who Booty Is It? where a girl sleeps over, but she has to take a huge, you know, number two. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember this one. But that came from me actually just going in the bathroom and having to take a, you know, a, a, mm-hmm. a business and and Chaz overhearing me. And 
and then us just laughing about it the next morning and being like, yo, what if that was a girl? And then, you know, just making yeah. us get mm -hmm. So a lot of it came from just naturally being together and just like, you know? Exactly, for sure. Yeah. And then what was like the hardest challenge you faced with like dormtainment and everything like that? Um, man, hardest? I think a lot of it was hard, <laughs> but... Well, the first challenge was getting people to watch. You know? Yeah, that was that was a big challenge. I think that took a year or two before World Star. But even before that year or two, the the traction was very very slow. And then you year or two is going to be terrible. It's going to look ugly. You're going to you question if it's even growing. You're going to be like, yeah. wait a minute. Mm -hmm. It looks like this, but uh, that's the toughest part is the beginning. But once it started rolling, you was like, you couldn't help but um, notice, you couldn't help but know it was going to keep going if you, it was if you kept pushing, putting into it, you know. Yeah. So after that, a lot of uh, obviously a lot like I, I would say, like even further along, like uh, I guess trying to get on to network television and mm -hmm. and uh. That phase was difficult because of how they handled you and how they talked to you. And, you know, it was like, oh, different. This is not what we do, you know? So sure. that was, but, you know, it's all part of it. It's all. Yeah. yeah. So when did you realize you kind of wanted to um, make music and everything like that? Man. Uh, I think I always wanted to make music, bro, but I was just scared. I thought I, I thought it was like you had to be a rocket scientist to make music. <laughs> like I, was, I don't know how to. I don't like even growing up in chorus, but I wasn't even the best singer in chorus. And you yeah. would be like, "You're off key." I'd be where? Like, <laughs> I'd be like, because like, I can't hear it. So mm -hmm. like, um, you know. Uh, I always loved it, but I always felt like, man, I'm not good at this. Like, I don't know if I could do this, do this the way I want to. And yeah. then, and then, like, just maybe like four years ago, bro, I was like, you know what? F it, man. Like, I'm gonna try. Exactly. And it started with me downloading an app on my phone and paying five dollars and being like, ooh, five dollars for an app. That's <laughs> like, that's a lot. But I mm -hmm. did it. I remember like me making like like. Within my first week, I, I made like two or three beats that I was really, really proud of, and I remember playing it for like the guys, and they'd be like, "Okay, okay, this is not bad. Okay, okay." Mm -hmm. I'd be like, Ooh. And I having that confidence, and then like like maybe for like six months, just making a whole bunch of stuff that I thought was bad, and like just just whole whole bunch of stuff, and then going mm -hmm. back, like whoa, like, like there's like five in here that are really cool. Yeah. And then my first time trying to record was like a wake up call too, cause I almost quit right there. Like I remember mm. my trying to record myself, like obviously with Dormtainment, we've done music parodies and I, yeah. I've done like, you know, like songs that are actually people like, but it's different when you're doing comedy, you're trying to like actually find who, you, what your voice is without the, mm. the, you know? Yeah. So yeah, my first couple of times trying to record so man it was terrible man and i couldn't figure out auto tune and i couldn't i didn't I, I just wasn't i had nothing i had no clue what i was doing as far as singing and engineering and all that stuff 
And I had to figure that out too. It took me, it took me almost a good, you know, six, not, I'm going to say six months, but it took me like a week or two to figure out the auto months to just really, really understand what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And even through, it just took repetition for me to just even get to where I am now. And even like now I'm still like, Ooh, every day I get better at what I wanted to do yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, it, I, I as music, music. I was always wanting to do it, but I just I was very intimidated by it. And now, um, I'm tackling it head on, and I love it, and I love the challenges of it, and I love uh, mastering it, and I love coming out with something good. Um, yeah. and I love being like, "Ooh, I made that!" Like, yeah, I just I just love mm-hmm. it, man. for sure. And then, how did you initially like uh, tell um, the guys of Dormtainment like you were gonna shift and kind of? move on to do your own thing well uh like last year i i came to them with this feeling you know still not sure of what it was still feeling like man maybe it's just my maybe i'm still like unsure but i know i have this feeling i i'm still insecure about it so mm-hmm. when i came they were kind of like you know my they, they felt my uns- my insecurity my uncertainty yeah. They're like, you know, think about it some more, you know, you credit is a big part of your life, all this stuff. And I was like, you know what, maybe you guys are right. And I, and I thought about it some more and I felt like, all right, maybe I can do both still, you know? Yeah. And that, that year, both again, still had that feeling of like, ah, oh, man, I'm not giving my all to anything. Mm-hmm. I'm really, and I really want to do music, but I'm not giving my all because stop it sometimes to cater to you know comedy and dormtainment yeah for like a whole nother year it was just like damn man i'm still feeling these ways i'm trying through it and now it's affecting my relationships with other people because he's not living yourself man it, it bleeds through mm-hmm. and um yeah so like this 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 second time which was like uh, maybe a couple weeks ago uh yeah. I, I sat with them again, and we're we're in a, we're pitching an idea for a, a show we're about to do, and everyone's giving ideas, and it's like my turn, and I'm just like, man, I knew I was gonna say it because I just had a talk with like my mom, my uncle, and and my friend back to back, and right before we met, and it was like a trifecta, and they all said the same thing to me in different ways, and I was like, yo, this is this is weird, like I don't yeah. usually get phone calls in one day you know much less so mm-hmm. I was like all right I gotta be honest with myself and um yeah I told him I was like guys you know like this shit hurts me to even say this but it's like I I can't I can't live trying to do two things at two months not giving my all to that to, to, the, to the thing I really want to yeah and you know they they understand and obviously they had they they had questions and they had their concerns and even you know maybe uh, some some of the guys took a day or two, like really really process it and come back and like have a clear understanding but you know i feel like the the complete understanding is yeah um we all we all kind of want to have our own entities yeah um but mike 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 is mike has to be 100% Bull, like bullheaded on one thing to really be successful. 
And at the time, it was Dormtainment. At the time, yeah. all I wanted was write comedy and shoot videos and put it out, how people laugh and see what people said. And they thought I was funny. That's all yeah. I wanted to do. Really fed off that. Um, mm -hmm. Like, that, that, uh, that led me to what... I actually, what, what I feel like an actual, what well, my actual passion is. And I've learned so much from that craft and so much from that journey that, you know, I feel like I can use it towards um, what I'm doing now. Yeah, for real. And um, so what would you say is like the biggest lesson you've learned from doing like, um, with being to, with uh, Dark Entertainment or just doing comedy on YouTube in general? Man, big lesson, that's, that's hard, bro. Yeah. I, well, what I would just tell someone like, if I could tell someone something, I would just say, man, just stay you. Mm -hmm. I think that's a little cliche, but stay you in a way where it's like, um, if you know, if you know that you're like the best products, like you, you originally are the most unique thing. Mm -hmm um you can succeed completely like because you're you're the sweetest you're like the sweetest crop because you can a hundred percent be you you're the sweetest crop in the bunch so like for the like i would always say just completely stay yourself and authentic to your uh your ideas and yeah. uh your your thoughts and what you go through in life and um yeah i feel like you'll succeed because you you know, I feel like it's music music is the same way like you don't want to sound like nobody else because if they if it's already out it's, it's done better than you already yeah um, so and then people when people hear you they feel something different from the from the from the artist they just heard so it's the same thing with comedy and, and content creators and anything you're doing completely stay yourself and then know your business like know your yeah. business Know how much you can get, um, get your money, uh, set up your shop, and conduct business. Like conduct business, you, you what, what God gave you is meant for you to make money from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, know your business, Definitely. know yourself. Business. Those are my two. My two. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that for real. And then, what do you think you like honestly miss from being um, with uh, Dormtainment so far? I mean, I know it's kind of new. Kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, I don't know. Maybe you have to come back to me in, in a year. Then I'll tell you, like, damn, man, you know. Because yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I guess I miss, I miss the fire that, 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 the, I miss the, the excitement of, like, dropping a video and then knowing it was going to, like, shift a little bit of what was going on today. Yeah. From, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, like, you know, maybe video, our videos can still do that here and there just for some people. But, you know, that was a moment where it was like, oh, God, I felt like I was like, damn, like I can compare it to now because right now I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I partake in like stocks trading and foreign exchange and stuff. Yeah. So excitement that I get from seeing money grow and like, just like invest, put money into something and see it just you know, grow, even like it's is the same as like what I used to have um, then. So yeah, that was, that was that, 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 that excitement, that fire of like dropping a viral video 
Um, mm -hmm. Really, yeah, that that's something that I always remember, uh, you know. For real. Yeah. And then um, what, so in the great future of Dormtainment video, you said like um, the you leaving was kind of you growing up, you said kind of. So what was that with, with this moment, like when you shifted your focus, would you say that's like the defining moment so far in um, you growing up? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, I've had, a, I've had mad defined moments like this, like in my life. And that's why it was easy for me to recognize too. Like um, leaving my mom's house was one of those moments. Uh, yeah. uh, leaving my job, my full-time job. I've been, I've had a full-time job since I was 16, man. Yeah. So even leaving my full-time job was one of those moments. And um, yeah. And then even one of the, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So like this was one of those moments too. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow, mom. Here we are. <laughs> um, yeah. When making music, who would you say is like your biggest musical inspiration? Uh, is it is it is it typical for me to say Drake? <laughs> I mean, you can. <laughs> Look, man, I I think Drake is really good at what he does, man. And he, it's hard for him to miss. And uh, the reason why is just every time I hear him, it, it seems like he, he's coming with something different. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Drake, uh, Party Next Door, because so, he's so authentic to his style. Yeah. Um, Frank Ocean, because mm -hmm. he has so much emotion. Yeah, definitely. Um, the Dream, because he has so much style in his cadences and his layers and his harmonies. He, even though he's not the like known as a singer, yeah, he makes you feel he makes you feel like he's really singing. And obviously, I could relate to that. Um, yeah. uh, Chris Brown, obviously, he's just he's just a performer. Like, yeah. like I, man, every any 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 and everybody, like a lot of people, I look up to. Like, I, sometimes I I find new artists that I never even heard of, and I find something I like. Like, I just I I, I have to I have to be able to be inspired by everybody. And, those people I named, sure, those are people I probably listen to on rotation. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I, I think I try to give everybody like they just do. For sure. And then like what what like new opportunities have kind of presented themselves um, since you uh, left the group? Well, I've had opportunities to make uh, more music for television through just what I do and not necessarily tailored to the show, but like just mm -hmm. being able to um submit songs for for shows that which is something i've always felt like was a good place for my music um and that came through me actually honest about uh me not wanting to do something that was in the past you know yeah uh so that and then and then just being able to focus on on the music that i want to make uh and uh, for the future and for myself um, being able to put 100% into that, yeah, I feel created like some of my best stuff recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, how would you personally describe your own music? Like what, what category would you put it in? Man, I, it's almost like, it's like put you to bed bop. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's kind of, yeah, for sure. And then, um, so how did they, uh, how did the guys um, initially like handle the, um, you telling them that you were leaving? So was it right. like, was anybody um, kind of not liking the decision 
you know, how did that kind of work? No, 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 no. There was nobody that was like against it. No, there was just, there was just more, um, maybe a concern for, for, like I said, for myself and, and for how we would continue, uh, like day to day stuff. Right. Yeah. So even that stuff had to get smoothed out throughout that, but that wasn't like one, that, that one conversation, like a couple of days after we had to figure that out too. Like, all right, how are we going to move forward? Like, as far as how I still, contribute to the uh, workload you know what i'm saying because yeah and so you know it it was it was all uh, if it was concern it was just all concern for for myself and for everybody's like you know um well-being so we can move forward smoothly but nobody was you know like oh, i don't like this or because they all i think we all we all know each other enough where we can be like yeah if he, if he wants to do like it w- it's almost like the Bulls and, and, and um, the last dance when they let Dennis Rodman go to Vegas. I'm not saying I'm Dennis Rodman or anything, <laughs> but it was like you got to know your team as much as, you know, and if, if they, no one's the same, you can't, everyone can't get treatment or it's going to start turmoil and problems. So you got to yeah. let everyone get the way they, they move. For sure. And would, would you ever return uh, to on, in a skit or on the podcast? Well, I think, I think, you know, uh, the way I want to work with the guys is I think I'm still going to be around, like, mm-hmm. but it, it's going to be, it's going to be, I think, in a way where it's always going to be, yeah, it's going to be uh, unsurprising and, and yeah, yeah. For sure. I, I really appreciate this. Uh, thank you for coming on. And I just wanted to kind of just close it out with um the sound I have is different and and just like so crap did and just like uh just like uh you know the weekend did and just like uh kind of like Brent Fires did like how they have their own sound I feel like I have my own sound and I don't sound like nobody else and I'm ready to I'm ready to to release some best stuff uh yeah and and show show everybody kind of like what I've been working on and yeah, man, I feel like I could really make that in the game and also distribute myself in many, many ways merchandise and shows and still use my writing ability to create art and movies and stuff like that. So, but man, music is next, man. Look forward, for my, look forward to my music and yeah, you'll see. For sure, man. Hope for all the best with that. Um... Thanks again for coming on. It's been a pleasure and uh, really appreciate it again. <laughs> the Climb with Jalen is hosted by Jalen Morris Orchard, produced by Mitch Bonson, and the music is done by Bowden Ford. For business inquiries, please contact us at theclimbwithjay at gmail.com. That's theclimbwithjae at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.